0: to Savvy Booked and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I'm your host, Devon Thaxton, founder and CEO of Pro Savvy Strategic Performance Agency. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Let's get started.
1: Hi, welcome to Savvy Booked and Blessed, a podcast for bold female leaders making bold moves. I am your host, Devon A. Thaxton, founder and CEO of ProSavvy Strategic Performance Agency. So stick around to the end of the show, and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. So let's get started. Today, I am here with Lynette Williams, CEO of Holistic Business Company. Lynette is a goal-setting and productivity coach, helping her clients ditch imposter syndrome, gain clarity for income-producing activities, and develop routines that save 10 hours per week. As a mom and entrepreneur, Lynette is passionate about coaching clients on creating a simplified action plan to get them where they want to be in their business and in their life. Hi, Lynette. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you because everyone can use <laughs> assistance on like how to simplify their lives, on how to like just get out of the, the muck. <laughs> have yes. like clarity. So tell us a little yeah,
2: bit more about what you do. Well, basically, I I take the entrepreneur who feels like growing, scaling, maintaining a business is more like cat herding, really, than anything productive. Yeah. And I basically help them just rearrange their schedule. Mm. And you'd be amazed at what that can do. But also... Clarity around defining your goals, right? Mm. I have found that that's where dreams go to die, yes. honestly. <laughs> yeah. How you set your goals, yeah. right? Like, this is one of my favorite quotes from Michael Hyatt. How you set your goals is how you reach your goals, Yeah, right? And so I firmly believe that if you stay in the comfort zone, mm when you're even dreaming, right? You're still dreaming in your comfort zone and you're setting goals in that space. Yeah. And you're never going to achieve what you ultimately were a put on this planet to achieve, but also be like, feel fulfilled in your life. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean, yeah, absolutely. I think even to the, the opposite side of that, as I do just kind of s- similar work a little bit before getting started of like, yeah, where are you at? Where are you going? Where do you want to be doing? And Sometimes the goals are just way too lofty. Speaking of like where dreams come to die and I have to (laughs) sometimes be the, I don't want to say the bad guy, but your best friend to be like, that's cute. That looks good. (laughs) Like three years from now, but the way that you are right now, what you have set up my beautiful, wonderful friend, that's not realistic. So let's scale back and let's figure out how to get there (laughs) over time. You know, kind of the other, other side of that coin. (laughs) of how to to do that. So tell me a little bit more about when we talk about productivity and different hacks and different things that you do, like what are some, I don't know, maybe like a tip or trick or something that you really like that you've seen be helpful for Yeah,
2: sure. Um, Leading into that, I just want to say that, you know, sometimes productivity has a bad rap yeah, for like this hustle and grind, right? Like it's not that, like we're not stuck in 2018. Yeah. We're not channeling Gary B here. Like, love him, love what he does, but his pace is not for everybody, right? Uh, yep. So for me, when I talk about productivity, it's not about doing more, it's about accomplishing more in less time. Yeah. Okay. So how does that work? First things first, I literally take a hacksaw to your to do list, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not about overwhelming yourself with tasks. Yeah. It's really about setting yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. So I call it a to-do list, really, because I'm like, what's going to make you feel good about yourself? Like what yeah. really, A, can you realistically accomplish in a day? But B, how's that going to make you feel? Right. Right. And so instead of resisting this to-do list, then it becomes like, oh my gosh, I want to cross those things off and feel that to-do, right? That have that balance. Yeah. Yeah. And when you can give that to yourself every day, it's like the gift that keeps on giving, right? right. And before you know it, you sort of just positively created this habit over time that then sprinkles out. You know what I'm saying? Like that ripple right. effect. Yeah. And it helps you look at other areas in your life that you maybe weren't aware of before. And you're like, oh, I could make some positive changes here too, right? right. So my suggestion when it comes to productivity is what I call the 80-20. So really look at where your time is going, but not only that, what is the result Mm. of the time that you've spent into this project or task, right? What is the result of it? And I would, well, i really recommend that you think about those tasks and those um, time-consuming activities that have the biggest reward in your business, Mm. right? And you'll find that it's really just a few things in your business that have the most significant impact, right? Here's, That's here. the 2080. Most of us get stuck in the 80% of tasks that really don't move the needle in our business. Yeah. We, they might feel, urgent. it might be like, oh my gosh, if I don't send an email today, or if I don't post today, it's going to fall apart. But right. really, is that one email or is that post what moves the needle in your business? Is that the oh. difference? between a sale and not a sale yeah. or like in my business specifically, really it's more about having those conversations, right? Yeah. Making yeah. those connections, reaching out, applying to be right. a guest on a podcast, right? Would be my 20. Like right. those are the activities I need to focus around. I don't post on Instagram today. Okay. No big deal. But yeah. I still have hundreds of followers right. that I can connect with that would move the needle in my business. Does that right. make sense?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I'm a, Firm believer, you know, and I think people
2: get we
1: all just get lost in the sauce <laughs> all the time and just try to freaking swim to an edge or find the air. And I think what you mentioned of social media, I mean, it's a giant part of, of my business, just like, you know, mirroring marketing and, and operations together. And that's really where our sweet spot is, is making sure you're not doing a whole bunch of stuff that's not moving the needle, right? So when you mentioned social media, I, someone reached out and was like, you haven't really posted on your social media in like a month. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't needed to. Like I, that's where a good, you know, people find me there. Sure. But that's not, you know, creating these connections, you know, having these one-on-one phone calls, doing a little bit extra of strategy calls or whatever has moved into like really building something better. Right. And so, you know, getting lost in that. That mess, exactly like you're saying. You know, you just don't know until someone points it out or until you take exactly
2: beat exactly. Okay,
1: (laughs) yes. Like it's not even bringing me joy. It's not even making me money, and it's not bringing me joy. Like, why the frick am I doing it?
2: Exactly. And a lot of times, those are the conversations, the initial conversations I'm having with my clients, where like awareness, like, okay, whoa. I can actually ask myself, why am I doing this? And yeah. these things bring me joy. It's almost like they need my permission. Right. To stop doing what's not even working anyway. Right. Makes them miserable anyway, but nobody has told them yeah. or made them feel like they can actually do it. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where I come in and I'm like, Hey, not only is it totally okay. And you don't need my permission, but in this container, right. Of this program, like I have right. a space for that. But it's really about you finding yourself, right? It's yeah. about you owning who you are and not apologizing for that mm-hmm. and stepping into the same sort of shoes with your business, right? Like right. selling is serving and I am taking care of my audience and I don't need to feel bad about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Also funny when you mentioned Gary B because I've heard his name five times today. Literally, this is the Ooh. first time I've heard his name and a different opinion every single time. So it's it's very that you mentioned well then he's doing his job he's getting yeah. around that is one thing i will say that, that is he's uh he shows up you know so what's happening there but yeah it was it was just yeah that kind of rise and grind hustle do it you know sometimes until you're blue in the face is just not always the best philosophy for people and not it's not sustainable like we Not. didn't quit our full-time jobs or whatever, or maybe sacrifice time with children and family and things to be so drained and, and so exhausted in our business.
2: And frankly, Yeah. exactly. I actually have a client who has a lot of health concerns and issues. So part of the challenge that she brought, or she felt like was a challenge, was how do I build and scale my business? in a way that's sustainable for me because yeah. I know I have limitations when it comes to this, right? So I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it, girl. Like she was techie enough where I'm like, you can do this. Yeah. wise. we'll just automate everything, right? We'll build it out and it will be quote unquote as passive as we can make it, you know? Yeah. Like I don't like right. to lie and be like, there's no effort involved. There's only no effort involved. Yeah. But the point of passive really is just that your time is not attached to how many of those products that you sell. Right, so that's what we're kind of building and working out for her, and I love it. I love a challenge, and I honestly believe that's what entrepreneurship is about: embracing the individual, celebrating who you are, and then attracting your community and serving them because they're like you. So you are the best person to serve them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't couldn't agree more. So tell me a little bit more about your journey against the learning these things for
2: yourself. Right. So for me, it was life. I before I started a business, I was homeschooling three girls. And so it really was kind of like a personal thing. When I started my business, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to manage schooling and work? I really needed to delegate hours. I really had to be super organized with my time. Right. So I went to my husband and I said, I need help in this area. Like, what would you recommend? Because he's used to doing this at work, managing people and projects and scheduling. Mm-hmm. So he looked at my day and he, and he broke it down and he wrote it out for me. Have you ever had one of those moments where like people look at something and like, you just know your life is not going to be the same. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> That's what it was like. Cause when yeah. he wrote it out, it was like, finally, I could see it. Mm. I've never seen it before. He had yeah. taken my week and just had wrote out everything that I needed to do for that week. But in that visual, in that graph, it was like, I could see it all being done. And the emotional weight was just gone. Mm -hmm. And so I have never gone back to, to life that way before, you know what I'm saying? So now everything I do is completely planned out and it's scheduled. So we start with the week and I have a system for this, which is pretty, you know, it's generally simple, but it's just the brain dump. Right. And it's like, what do you have to do for the entire week? Yeah. And just getting it out of your head and onto paper just shrinks it. Like, I don't know like the exact percentage. I can't use like science, but <laughs> sure. I can say that it will not seem as big on paper. It always seems more when you're trying to keep it inside energetically, right? right. Inside your body, inside your head, it's just too much. So can get it out of you, get it onto paper and then you will feel bigger and it will feel smaller. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah? So that would be the first step. Yeah. Uh, once you're able to see your whole week, like that and see everything completed versus, you know, like in your head, like, oh gosh, what if I forget something or what if I don't do it in the right order? It's like already done. Like even before you've done anything, it's done in your head because you can see it, that you have the time to do it. It it just does something to your brain, right? right? And then you're just like, oh, okay, I'm not stressed out. I'm not overwhelmed. And that just pushes you right into motivation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, It's super helpful. I'm a big fan of scheduling tasks. On my calendar. And then also like pairing that with the, I always pronounce it wrong. Like the per- permodoro method. Yes, I was like chunking it into 25, 45, an hour and a half minute chunks. Yes. And you are fully focused as a, as an adult with like severe ADHD. Like I, it don't give me an avenue to like float around because nothing will get done. <laughs> it, it, no, that's. Yeah. That's
2: me too. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's. they same, same.
1: Yeah. I heard something that it was like for people with, you know, ADHD. It's kind of like a now or not now. <laughs> so if it's not now, and it ends up in that category, which to me, putting it on my calendar allows it to turn into a now situation. But if it's a not now, good luck.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, I
1: good luck. Yeah,
2: for so long because I only recently was diagnosed, yeah. and and then I was like, you know what? I really. Don't look at HDHD as a hindrance in my business. Mm-hmm. Like, I think a lot of entrepreneurs that have the diagnosis, they feel like, oh, now it's harder. I honestly think that we are the natural born entrepreneurs mm-hmm. because of our superpowers, because yeah. of how much we can accomplish when we focus. Right. Like, we are in that top percent of people that cannot do what we can do. Right. right? And so I feel like because. We are our own worst enemies, yeah. right? We have that flip. It, it's yeah. not somebody else that's going to get in our way. It's just us. So we have right. to deal with us, right? So I, I, again, I'm just like, no, we are made for this. We're born for this. We just need that organization around our, right. our time and management so we can focus. Because like you said, I tend to look at everything that I have to do laterally, Mm -hmm. like how it doesn't stick out to me. Like maybe a normal, a neurotypical person Mm -hmm. priority needs to stick out to them. Me, everything feels like it's 10. Everything feels like it has to get done. If it has to get done, it has to get done. And I don't have a hierarchy. I don't know about you. That's how it feels for me. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's why I think too, I have such a, a stress relief, and I feel it immediately when I write down everything that I need to do because it's like I'm already moving in the motion of shrinking that right. right, and feeling bigger than my task list, yeah, and and moving in the right direction. Right. Now it's like any step that I take towards the positive, it's like my body is just in the okay, let's go. Right? Yeah. You mentioned the Pomo focus, and I love that. Have you used the app or do you just do it manually?
1: I've done both. So I've used a desktop app. I've used a. Phone app. I've used a couple of different ones over over time, and now I've I've used a new calendar. It's called In Motion, or no Motion. It's called Motion. It's newer, and right? I think it's still kind of in like a maybe a beta phase. But maybe it, sorry, if the owner's listening to this, but it's been a really awesome awesome tool. Because yes, I have like you know for me, I have like ClickUp, or I have some clients on Asana, or whatever. There's all these other things. But again, yeah. sometimes out of sight, out of mind does not help, and I have. 500 notebooks that I have, you know, all of these different things, right? (laughs) So putting them on my calendar of learns really helps and in there. I can add in times. I can break it up into 25, 45 minute chunks, then give myself time for, for breaks. And that has really helped. So using both the app, but also I have like a calendar app that also builds it around my daily schedule and shifts and adjusts things as my week um, moves, which has been super awesome too.
2: Yes. That's fantastic. So I do a little bit of both. I do the manual where I'll plan out my week and do it every Sunday. I have this whole like virtual thing. I love it. I get into it. Right. Cause everything I do is with intention and purpose. Yeah. And you'll find that when you create time for yourself. Yep. And then you intentionally fill it with like self-care and the things you always say that you want, but you don't have, right? But you intentionally fill it before it just gets taken away by other things. Mm -hmm. Life is so much more rewarding. Yeah. It's, it's whatever you want it to be, right? Like like my dream life may not be what makes you happy, but my point is just that when you reclaim your time and then you realize, no, I'm in control of what I do every minute of every day, right? Yeah. It's just like changing. It's just like, not just in your business, but just in your daily routine. Right, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and
1: giving you the opportunity too. I think when I started adding, for me, when I started adding some of those tasks like directly to my calendar and then and using kind of this, this app that I've been testing for a little bit, it also like helps for the days when you're just like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want it today. <laughs> I can't be bothered. I don't want to show up for anything, but my Netflix and my butt on the couch, like I don't want, I don't want to do it. And I also own this business and, and that's also, you know, why I've made this decision to work for myself is because if I want to have a Tuesday, that's very unproductive. Like I have that opportunity, but my whole week doesn't have to be completely thrown off because there has been time built in for tasking or there's been time built in for you know, taking a lunch break or a walk. And I realize if I sacrifice something on a Tuesday to like, you know, deal with the need that I'm waking up on that Tuesday, that just means that, okay, on Wednesday, I have this open block, I guess that's getting filled with whatever I'm supposed to do on Tuesday. Like if that works right. out, right. It allows you to actually like, see your week and see like, okay, if I do, you know, close out or sign up at noon, great. I have the rest of the week <laughs> and my rest of the week isn't just like freaking fire, because I decided yeah. I to do some self-care on a Tuesday. And
2: that's- exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's so important, especially when you're a solopreneur before you've hired your first employee mm-hmm. to really help you. Yeah, and it's so important to think about that yeah. and plan that out. And when you have your week planned out, you know, especially if you're focusing on those 20, 80 activities, it's like, you know, hey, everything I'm doing today is really setting up my business for success tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And that gives you that peace of mind that even if you're alone, it's not going to fall apart if you take the day off. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think also
1: having, you know, going back to kind of the beginning of our conversation, having those hard conversations that I have to even have with myself because everything sometimes depending on, you know, where you're at and what you're doing, but everything feels so grand has to be done today and I'm over here like I mean I'm not trying to cure COVID like I'm just here trying to help some wonderful people with their marketing and like aspirations like it's it's sometimes it it feels so heavy but sadly like it's not that serious everyone will be fine Uh like yeah take some time reorganize do it and I put this in quotes the right way so you don't have to feel like you're just underwater you know yes. towards the end of the week and how important that is to so just like take a beat and reassess like how serious those things are and like you're saying putting those into those buckets and making decisions off of that not fully off of fear and lack and the stress of all the things that you feel like you should oh. be doing
2: <laughs> yeah no No. And I was so there at one time and I can remember making decisions, feeling that way. And I, I used to cry all the time, like every day, every day. And I wanted to quit. Right. And I think that was when I was, was really feeling like this, you know, like that, like how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. I knew I wasn't alone. And I said, if there was anything I could do to help fix that and help prevent yeah. somebody from feeling like that's where they are and nobody cares and, you know, and they're alone in this, yeah, that's what I want to do. Right. And so that's when I really began to pivot from what I have been doing, which is more of the, of what you do, the digital marketing and the agency base. But I was really just going through the motions of, okay, this is what you're supposed to do, quote unquote. You know, we're both bringing out the air quotes. Yeah, right. Talking about Gary B, like what are you supposed to do? Like You're supposed yeah. to scale and you're supposed to delegate and you're supposed to have the course and you're supposed to do Facebook ads. Yeah. And I was doing all the things, but I wasn't happy. Yeah, I thought
1: that as you just listed all those things, I'm like, oh.
2: <laughs> and, and yeah, I wasn't happy. And I, I was just like, why am I doing this? Mm. Right? Because if I was doing it for the money, then I would be happy because the money is coming in. But right. I'm not. So obviously it's not only about the money. While the money is right. great, you can't, if your goal like me, if your goal ultimately is time freedom, mm-hmm. then constantly putting yourself in the equation of I have to give time in order to get paid doesn't really get you what you want right right you could hit those 10k months but if you don't have the time to walk away from the computer to to go and take a vacation with your family even though you're a six-figure earner like really doesn't sound great to me what's the point right so that's kind of where I'm like, okay, that's, to me, it's like, that's where your goals come in, right? And what you're doing every single day. What are you doing every single day? Because if you're in it for the long-term, if you're in it for impact, if you're in it for legacy, you're yeah. generational wealth, mm-hmm. right? It really does matter what you're doing today. It yeah. really does. Everything does. And I guess I just want to encourage your audience to really think about the weight that you're currently carrying Mm -hmm. day-to-day. And if it feels heavy, if it feels like you're underwater, like we've talked about, if you can relate to kind of like the beginning stories of our entrepreneurship, where it was just hard. It was just long hours. We didn't really know what we were doing. Burning the candle at both ends, looking at burnout, just wanting and striving and trying to help people, but fearing right to just making more noise on social media. You know, there's a way out from that, right? There is a way out from that that is not the answer. That's not how anybody reaches success. Even if right. it seems like that's what everybody's doing to become yeah. successful, right? No, no, <laughs> right? It's yeah. like somebody needs to give these people permission to stop doing yeah. that. Like, yeah, it is okay. Let it go. Yeah, Chan- right. Like let's channel Elsa here. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Stop. Just stop for the yeah. love of everything. Just stop, right? And just pick up those pieces that you absolutely need to run your business and with all of this extra energy and this free freedom that you have, right. From carrying right. less weight, you can now take more steps. You now have like space energetically, you have space mentally, you have space yeah. on your calendar. Now you can begin to with purpose and intention decide, I want to learn more about this skill or decide. Right. I want to spend more time on this strategy. Right. Yeah. I think many times people are sold with that shiny object syndrome that this strategy is just a one tactic type of thing, and it's going to make all the difference. It's like, no, any strategy has so many layers and so many pieces, and you have to literally marry that strategy. Yeah. You have to be married to it and know it inside and out and dedicate everything to that one strategy before you can say it worked or it didn't work.
1: Yeah, and and being open to flexibility within that and being open to... You know, yes, this is the strategy. This is what we're going to. And then sometimes it doesn't work or sometimes there's tweaks and sometimes, but if you are so, um, exhausted, (laughs) you don't have the time. energy, or clarity to, to then make those effective, you know, business decisions, you know, going back to your point. So when you talk about having 10 hours back in your week, I talk about that all the time, like what, what would you do if you had that, that time back? Maybe you would use some of it to make effective business decisions, and you're no longer making decisions as much as possible out of like scarcity, lack, and fear, uh, yes. because you like actually shut down your damn computer at five o'clock and went to bed at a normal time, you know, mm-hmm. and then you wake yes. up the next day like prepped and ready, um, and able to to show up, you know, bigger and better for yourself. First and then for your clients or
2: you know whatever that was. Yes, yes, like. yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. You and I are just. I can't say I can't <laughs> and forth. No. Yes, 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 yes. I mean that's All that. that's it. That's yeah. It because the, with the time that I've saved, I I mean I work so much less, but I accomplish so much more. Right. I mean yeah. it's just crazy when I think about what what I used to spend. To write a new post every day, then go into Canva and and create a graphic and then share it. Yeah, that same amount of time that I was doing for one post in one day, I now can create content for a week. A right. week. Yeah, you know. And so then the rest of my week, I, I can do anything else. Right? Yeah, like, be here with you. And right. And now that I have a VA, we're like up to a month. But it's like you have to. You have to not. I always say this to my clients: like, don't resist day one. Right? We always have such a resistance around starting something new. You get as soon as you stay and you commit to it, you're in day one, and it's yeah, to feel hard, and you don't have any results yet, and you really kind of want to quit before you even start. So right. I always tell them: like, there has to be a day one for there to be a day one hundred. Yeah. Right. So don't yeah. resist day one. Don't lament over just being new. Right. Because here's right. the truth about mindset and moving out of your um comfort zone. And you know, the, the truth is that at every new level there's a new devil, right? Yeah. I've heard so many gurus say this. And, and first you're like, okay, what are they talking about? But you'll learn. Oh baby yeah. girl, you will learn. You'll <laughs> see what we're talking about, right? Yeah. But yeah. here's the truth about it. And it and it works the same way with mindset as well. Right. Like you expand and then you realize how little you actually knew. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like you've outgrown your initial container, but then when you're in this huge container, you're you're just barely in it, right? Yeah. You're just barely taking up any space. So right. you really are starting over again, yeah. right? So once you can get past resisting that feeling of starting over, I mean, the sky's the limit for you. You can sail right. through six figures, seven figures, eight figures, whatever it is that you want you're not resisting starting over once you've hit and expanded into a new level. Yeah, that makes sense. sense. absolutely. And and you mentioned like kind of going back
1: to giving people permission
2: <laughs> to choose
1: themselves, to say no, to reorganize their lives, to whatever. And I think also too, within that time, I'm sure you you go through this with your clients. I know I, I definitely do when, when people have us come in in the OBM capacity and I'm analyzing their whole life. (laughs) And then I was like, you don't have to do this. You could hire someone to do these tasks that you hate doing, or that are taking up so much time in your week. Like you mentioned social media, like it's, it's a, it's a, one of those evils that we should be doing. Now I would argue that maybe not everyone needs to be on social media, depending on what your business is. And sure we can talk about that on a different day, but there's different goals for different things, but also creating space sometimes in, in your week also means like just taking it off of your plate altogether and giving it to a skilled person and making time and capacity for that. So once you move into that, you know, bigger container, like you're mentioning, being at a place where you can easily just take that task and give it to someone else, which then gives you even more time to focus on business development or, or yoga or reading a book or, or yes. working from 11 to four. Cause those are your prime brain hours. And like, that's okay. Yes. Or not yes. working after noon on Fridays. I can't tell you how many times clients have been like, I'm sorry, you don't work after noon on Fridays. I'm like, I don't because I love myself. And <laughs> unfortunately, yes. unless you're Oprah and you ask me to work after noon on Fridays, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you because she's the only person who gets in a fear. At that time. I'm just kidding. There's a lot of other areas where that happens, but just being able to create. Yes. It's like you, like just
2: giving yourself permission. Yes, Limit, no, you're really permission. Yeah. We are we are telling you it is okay. okay. It is okay. Don't listen yeah. to those gurus. They don't care about you. We care about you. We care. Absolutely. You are okay. You are okay. And you need to take care of yourself first. Like honestly, yes. honestly, you are your highest you know, asset, the highest yeah. valued asset in your business yep. is you, right? Yep. So you have to take care of you first and not enough business owners, not enough business coaches yeah, preach that, right? Don't preach that. Three. And, Three. and I find that that's just, we need a little bit more balance, right? Okay. But of course that's where I bring in the holistic side of me. Totally. It's uh, like, I, I can't just grow your business. If you're not growing and you're not flourishing. And if you have fears around scaling and you have limited beliefs and all these things we need to get rid of, we need to just clean all of that up. Right. Right. And then your business will expand and grow because of who you are. Right. Right. It's not the other way around, but it's, it's mindset. Right. And, and thinking also that it has to be so hard
1: because you're in the beginning stages. It's also just a fallacy. Like, that's just so, so, so wrong. Like, I quickly hired yeah. in the first six months of hiring my business because I realized, like, ooh, I don't like this. Like, I don't like doing no, that. No. Or do I have the time to learn how to do it? So, well, yeah, let's just know.
2: <laughs> yes. I I knew a girl who hired a business coach before she even launched her business. Yep. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the best idea ever. That's exactly Which what I did not. Yeah, I the- wish I would have done that. I was, like way too creative for that. True. Way too creative. I just threw myself in and made a big old mess, like right. made every single mistake, like and then was like pity party in the bathroom every day, wiping my eyes and like going live. Yeah, like, I was that person, right? Right. I don't recommend the way I did it to anybody. Like, I don't because I right. like I made every mistake under the bus. Like, don't do what I did. Yeah, that's kind of like my platform now, right? Of right. like here, make your own mistake, mm-hmm. right? Don't repeat my mistakes. If I can help you. Yeah. Like consolidate your first year, first two years of business and actually get you in 90 days of rolling where you're supposed to be. I've done my job, right? Go up and make your own mistakes. Cool. But like, if you can learn from me and what I did wrong and not do that, like, I feel like I've, I've done the best I can do for you. Yeah, Agreed.
1: So if anyone's listening to this and they're, you know, like, yes, Deb and Linda like preach, please like tell us more,
2: but they, they want to work with you. Like how can they find you? Yeah. So you can find me at holistic business company. So on Facebook, it's holistic business co-co uh, on the web. It's holistic business co.com, but that's me. That's where I'm at. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Well, it was so so great chatting with you. I think we, that you and I were just having a like come to Jesus with ourselves. You know, like
2: yeah, I mean we were we were going to town, like we were having it, we went to church ourselves. We did sorry if y'all missed it. So sorry, catch it's really with great when it, but it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully,
1: yeah. Hopefully everyone, yeah, who's listening to this, like it doesn't have to be that hard. You have you give yourself permission to say no, yes. to create boundaries to like Yes you yeah. know, your week better with yes. you in mind and with your life in mind and with your family in mind, you know, and it, it just doesn't have to be that freaking hard.
2: And if no, you it you not on how to do that, reach out yep. to my friend Lynette and she will help. Exactly. You. Exactly. If there's one thing that I can say, it's just that I, I feel like when I started, I knew who, who I was and who I, what I wanted my business to be, but I was too afraid. Yeah. To, to, in it, you know what I'm saying? I'm stupid yeah. to just make myself the center, make myself the coach, make myself talk about this. This like productivity and goal setting just seemed so boring to me, right? At first, but, but the, the truth is, you know, you yeah. know, like you have a purpose, you have a mission. I just come and I just hold your hand and I, I help you look in the mirror and let that person be, let yeah. that person come out, right? And celebrate who she is and exactly. who she's becoming. Right. I always say during the program, even though it's transformational life and business, you're not become, you're not changing who you are yeah. you're becoming who you always were. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're just allowing yeah. you to become who you always were meant to be, who you yeah. always are. Right. Without all of that other junk in the way. And really the beautiful part of productivity is it, it doesn't leave any room for excuses, right? When you write down your goals, when you write down your schedule, when you have an accountability partner, you're so much more likely to meet your goals because just in doing those things you've eliminated so much excuses, Yeah, right? So it's setting yourself up for success and it doesn't have to be hard. It can be just as easy as, hey, I'm going to write down. Yeah. I'm going to tell somebody today what I want to achieve. It's just how how hard do you want to make it beyond that? Absolutely,
1: couldn't agree more. That was great. Thank you so much for being on the show, and thank you for everyone who has been listening. If you want to join and, and be a guest on Savvy Booked and Blessed, you're a six figure female um, entrepreneur. Hit the Google's. You can come find us um, at ProSavvy or podcast.prosavvyas.com/slash-podcast-guests. Um, and if you got something out of this interview. Definitely look below in the show notes on how you can find um, Lynette and her business. Definitely share this across because it definitely helps all of us. And we want everyone to hear the gospel. (laughs) To choose yourself first. It doesn't have to be this hard. You know, create the life that, that you want. So thank you so much for listening. We are regularly putting out episodes and content. So make sure you don't miss an episode and go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up and ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and the team. So thanks for listening. And Lynette, thank you so much for being on this.
2: Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks. See you guys later.
0: to Savvy Booked and Blessed. If you are a successful six to seven figure female entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit podcastprosavvyascom guest If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and text it to your friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, go ahead and tag them in social media and let them know about the show and include hashtag savvy book and blessed. I love seeing your posts and I love your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss out on any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Give your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews. We definitely go a long way to help promote the show. It means a lot to me and my team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.